So tonight we're holding by Shmuel Bey's Perek Aleph Pasuk Vav. The learning tonight should be as Chosli in the Nishmas of Bechil Mechel Ben Asher, who Shleishim is today, and Yecheskel Shrag of Navim Yehuda. So we learned previously that David is waiting with his men, with David's men in Siklag, after returning from defeating the Amalekim, and they are waiting to hear news of the battle. A man appears with his to- with his clothes torn and his and dirt on his head, a sign of mourning, and David asks him for news of the battle. And the man tells David of the loss of the defeat of Klai Yisrael to the Plishtim and the resulting deaths of Shaul and Yonason. So yesterday we, said, we saw the Pasuk where David asks the man, how do you know that Shaul and Yonason are dead? Meaning, did you hear about it secondhand or did you see it with your own eyes? So now in Pasuk Vav, the man tells David how he happened to personally witness the death of Shaul. So the man says, or the young man says, Hamagid was telling David about the events. He says, I happened to be passing through Haragilbaya. I was not part of the battle. I happened to just find myself there at that time. And what do I see? I see Shaul leaning on his spear. And the men with chariots, and the men on horses, the cavalry, are about to overtake him, are about to capture him. So Pasuk Zayin, Vayifan Acharav, Vayireini. So Shaul turned around and he saw me, Vayikrei and he called out to me, Vayimarineini, and I said, Here I am. Now right away we have a problem with this man's account, because if we look back at the last parak in Shmuel Aleph, there's no mention of someone else coming on the scene. We have a conversation between Shaul and his Noise Kalev, uh, asking where Shaul asked him to put him to death and the man refuses. So there it says that Shaul fell on his own sword and died. We don't see any interaction there between someone else being involved or assisting Shaul in any way with his death. Yet over here, the man claims that he met Shaul, and we'll see in a couple of psukim, Shaul asks him to assist him with, uh, with his suicide. So the Radakini of Arbanel say that either this guy is telling the truth, and it's just filling in details that the Pasuk left out earlier, or he's lying with the expectation that he's trying to take credit for the death of David's enemy, hoping to ingratiate himself with David, and in this way, he would get a big reward. But, um, but, but it's possible that, he was, that, this, that this actually did not happen, and this guy found Shaul's body after Shaul was already dead. Now, we'll see in a minute that it, he definitely came across Shaul's body because he brings things from Shaul's body. We'll see. He brings certain things that Shaul was wearing. So he definitely came across Shaul's body, but it's not clear from the Mepharsh, the, says Mepharshim, whether he actually tells the truth and whether he actually came across Shaul while Shaul was still alive. Now, the Pasuk here says that he was leaning on his spear, but we saw in, uh, in Perak Lamed Aleph and Shmuel Aleph that he fell on his sword. So either he fell on his sword, but it didn't fully kill him so he was dying as it was in the throes of death, but he didn't actually die. And so here he's leaning on his spear after already having fallen on his sword. Or, says the Abar Benel, he was leaning on his sword, but here it's being referred to as a spear that, had, that he originally fell on. It wasn't a new uh, item. It was the same sword, but the wound from the sword didn't kill him. And he was trying by leaning on it with more force to finish the suicide. And that's what it means. Nishan al-Khanisa was leaning on the sword that he was trying to actively trying to end his life. So Shaul says to me, Miata, who are you? So Vaimar, and I said, I love to him. I said to him, I'm Anochi, that I am an Amaleki. So the Marikara says, Shaul knew the Plishtim were about to catch him. Uh, the, I'm sorry, were about to discover him, and if they captured him, they would torture him, right? Which was the whole reason for his uh, attempted suicide. And so therefore, Shaul knew that it was imperative that he die before the Plishtim capture him. 
either because of the reason we said because he was afraid of the torture, he wouldn't be able to withstand, or because of the tremendous Chil Hashem, if they would to capture Shaul and parade him around, similar to what they did to Shimshon. So the Pasuk says, so the Marikara explains the Pasuk that Vayareni, he saw me, meaning Shaul recognized that I wasn't one of the Plishtim. He also recognized that I wasn't part of Klai Yisrael. So he asked me basically, whose side am I on? So that's what Miato, which side are you on? So I answered him, I have no side. I am neutral in this battle. I'm not fighting for Klai Yisrael. I'm not fighting for the Plishtim. I am neutral in this battle between the two of them. And therefore, I am not your foe. I'm not your enemy. And I'm also not your friend. So Pasuk says, so Vayomer Elisa Shal says to me, Amad no alai umay I want you to stand up over me and end my life. Ki achazani ashavatz, because I am in the throes of death. Ki chol oid nafshi bi, because my soul is still within within me. So he, so the Amaleki continues, Ve'emoid alav amay sesayu. So I stood over him and I killed him. Ki adati, because I know ki lo yechi achrei niflo, that he wouldn't survive anyway after he fell on his sword, meaning he was dying. He was already... Uh, considered a uh, noifel, a, and therefore there was no problem halachically with me killing him. I took the crown that was on his head, and the bracelet that was on his arm, and I brought them here to my master, meaning I'm bringing them to David. So Shaul's argument to the man is, I want you to end my life, right? which we touched as, I'm in the throes of death. So the Mepharshim explained that Shaul's point here is, don't be like my Noise Kalim, who refused to help me with my suicide, and he didn't want to uh, be the one to murder me. There's no murder, there's no Ritzicha here. I'm already dying. I'm already on the way. And I just, the problem is, uh, that I, my soul just won't leave my body. It's hanging on. And therefore, I'm being kept alive, but I want my life to be ended before they push them, capture me, before they discover me. And so therefore, I want you to end my life. The Ralbag learns the word, Achazani HaShavatz, interesting word, Shavatz, is referring to Shaul's armor. That Shaul's saying the sword is not penetrating the body enough to kill him. Why? Because it's caught in his armor, which was reinforced. So, so Shavatz means reinforced. So Shaul was saying that my armor is ki Achazani HaShavatz. I can't get my sword to penetrate my armor because it's reinforced to prevent a weapon from piercing it. So therefore, I need your assistance to help me get the sword through in order to be able to, um, to end my life. The, um, the rid brings down from the, um, um, and Rashi also brings down, uh, it's a Medrash Agada that says that the Lashon of Shavats is from a Lashon of Tashbates, like the Kisoyne's Tashbates, right? The Kisoyne's that Kaihanim wear is referred to as Tashbates. And the Medrash Agada says that it's tying together Shaul's death here to the Avoin Kayanim, right? That he killed the Kayanim of Noiv who wore the Kisoyne's Tashbates. And so therefore, at the end of Shaul's life, the Lashon of Shavats, which relates to Tashbates, is being used to refer to the end of Shaul's life. So this Amaleki is taking credit for helping Shaul end his life, even though Shaul was already dying. And he brings David, tomorrow we'll discuss further what it is that he brings David, but the Pashup Shah is he brought David Shaul's crown and Shaul's bracelet from his arm. And he basically wants to ingratiate himself with David. He's bringing these things to David to present them as tribute and to show and to pledge his allegiance to David.